Hi, it's really hard to see, but I can see you all here. What a, amazing, all the people that have come. My name is Mary Payne, and I, and I guess I had the pleasure of working with Eddie for 25 years at the Pepper Club. And um, he spoke often of all of you who, who have were up here previously to me. He's, he told me stories. I didn't know you all, but I feel like I know you all through Eddie because working across the counter from him at, in the kitchen, he would talk of his newspaper days and he would speak of you all often and, and it was always a great story. And um, I met Eddie when I, was, when I was 28, 29 and I worked at the Pepper Club and I was a waitress at the Pepper Club and, uh, and I didn't know Eddie that well. Occasionally I would run dinner up to him at the newspaper because he still worked at the newspaper. And so certain Friday nights he would be working late and I'd get sent to run a meal up to him so he could have supper because he was working late into the evening. And soon after that he retired and he, he somehow, he loved to cook. Nobody expected that Eddie was going to come into the kitchen and start cooking, but all of a sudden he was there. And I was just a waitress and he would come in during the day and he'd prepare a dish and nobody knew it would even come, be coming on the menu and Eddie would come in and cook. And so, you know, it, it was, they adjusted, and then within a year or so, Eddie was like half the menu. He was making the soups, he was making the fish, he was coming up with curries. It was driving Yap a little crazy, I think, at times, because it was a heavy vegetarian restaurant uh, menu, and Eddie just insisted on bringing new and creative things to the menu, and that remained forever on, on the menu. And so, I was a waitress, and um, eventually I started to cook in, to the, in the kitchen with him, and I didn't, Eddie knew art, he knew writing, he was a great writer, he knew all of Maine, and he knew hard work. And that's what he recognized in me, was that I was a really hard worker. And I appreciated art and writing, but I didn't have the depth of knowledge that Eddie had. And, but he recognized hard work in me, and that's what led us to become partners. And the thing that drew us together was the fact, I mean, this couldn't be more true, if it, it was so true that Eddie and I loved to cook for people that we loved. And I've said this before, but it's, it's just so true. We loved feeding people that we loved, and every customer in the door was someone that we loved. It, we, we were really cooking for everybody. And that's really what I loved most about Eddie. And I spent a lot of time, and some of you know, I spent a lot of time scolding Eddie and telling him things that he couldn't say and he couldn't do and you can't write that and you, you know, it was like every day and I, and I loved him but I was like his scolder and you know, you, no, Diane couldn't scold him and June couldn't scold him but I had to scold him because we were running a business and there were certain things you just couldn't do but Eddie did them anyways. And he got into some serious trouble that some of you will never ever know but I know and, um, you know, but we loved him anyways in spite of, I don't even want to say their faults. They're just, they're just the true facts about Eddie and how he lived his life. And I met him when he was in his 60s, so I knew, I knew very little about his life before the Pepper Club. To me, it was 25 years at the Pepper Club. And I, I, I think I should get a lot of credit for spending 25 years... <laughs> I'm never this bold, but 
God damn it. It's like every day I had, we, we had a lot of fun, but it was really challenging. And, and, we, and we did have a lot of fun, and he was very generous with the staff. And, and, you know, when he found someone interesting, he really zeroed in on them, and he would appreciate them, and he appreciated me so much. And he would tell me, and, and I would hug him and say, all right, I'm not mad at you anymore. It's, everything's okay. And, but he knew that I loved him, and I will say, um, you know, I hadn't seen Eddie for a couple of years because I was away, and I was grateful that I got to spend some time with Eddie. Um, you know, we didn't know it was the day before he died, but it, it turned out to be the day before he died, and Diane was trying to get some rest, and I insisted that I could come and sit with Eddie, and we thought Eddie would just sleep, and I, well, I was tired. I'd worked all day. I drove into town, and I settled on the couch next to Eddie, and he woke up at, like, midnight, and he, and he just looked at me, and I was kind of dozing, and he just kind of went like this, and he called me over, and he wanted to get up and out of bed. And I said, Eddie, I don't think you can get out of bed because I don't think I can carry, you know, lift you. So that guy sat up, planted both hands on the edge of his bed, and we sat that like, like that till 5 in the morning. And I was falling asleep on Eddie. I had my pillow, and I was falling asleep, and every once in a while, he knew I was sleeping, and he would just poke me. <laughs> and he would wake me up, and then we would sit, and he said a few words, you know, that I shared with Diane. And, uh, and then poor Diane comes in at 5 o'clock, and Eddie had been up all night long. And then I took that time from you. You slept, and I got to spend that incredible time with Eddie in silence, mostly. And, and then he slept the rest of the day after I left. But it was, I, I feel really so grateful that I got to spend that time with him. And uh, very few words exchanged, but it was, a, it was a really nice experience. And I could tell you a, a million stories of Eddie, and I have to start writing them down. And I share them with people that I work with now, and I speak of Eddie often. And um, I met somebody, I met somebody where I work, and I think he was a board member. And this guy was Eddie, and I met him probably a couple of weeks ago. This guy was Eddie. He was the same size and the same height. And the first thing I noticed, he was at another table, and there were little garnishes at the table. And this guy was rustling them up and picking them up because he wanted to take them home. And it, 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 I said, okay, that's a little strange. This guy's going to just steal this, all this little stuff. No big deal. So I asked him if he wanted a bag. And he said, yeah, I'd love a bag. So we put all these things in a bag. And then he looks at what I have, and I have all these big turkey legs. And I had just taken them out, and I was going to make some things for the guests. And he was eyeing those turkey legs. And I said, do you want a turkey leg? He goes, yeah, I want, a, I want a turkey leg. And so I picked up a turkey leg, and I put it in a bag. And the guy had a bag of this and a bag of turkey legs. And then he was looking over at the oyster table. And he's like, and this is when it hit me. I went, oh my god, this is Eddie. Eddie is right here in front of me. And so I said, would you want a bag for the oyster? He goes, yes, I'll take a bag for the oyster. So I gave him a bag, and I walked him over, and I said, this guy needs to have some oysters, you know, and we're going to pack some up for him. So the guy walked out with a huge amount of food after spending all evening eating, and he was, he was a very high-up board member, and I met him, and I said to him, I was like, You're, you are Eddie Fitzpatrick right now to me. It's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful to meet you. It was what a fun thing to witness. But Diane, I, I'll tell you, it was, it was Eddie standing in front of me. It was so remarkable. But anyways, thank you very much. And, and, um,